This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. Welcome back. I hope you had as great of a weekend as I did. I want to bring you your daily intelligence brief today, a quick rundown of what's going on. Maybe not so quick, really. A couple things that I want to talk about, little stories, big stories, but things that you ought to pay attention to. I saw this meme, and it was a perfect tie-in for the story that I saw I wanted to mention to you. The meme says, don't let people who surround themselves with security guards and walls tell you that you don't need a firearm for self-defense. Well, a little dig there on the dirty Democrats and their attacks on the Second Amendment. They say, no, they believe it passionately that that guns are bad and guns are the problem. And this is necessary for the safety of everyone and do the right thing. No, it's not the right thing at all. Nine-month pregnant woman shoots armed robber. You don't hear a lot of these stories. Shot him at a gas station. Guy tried to attack nine-month pregnant woman. She turned around and shot him. Houston. Why don't we hear more of these stories? The suspect, Mario Lapina Duque, <laughs> pistol-whipped the pregnant woman's husband before she opened fire. Surveillance video from the gas station shows the heavily pregnant woman shooting Duque in self-defense. Duque remains, uh, survived and remains hospitalized. So there she is. Her husband's attacked. It's her and her husband this guy still attacks. What's my point about all this? Guns are not bad. It's people that are bad. People are going to do bad things. If it wasn't a gun, it was a knife. Didn't even say whether he was, oh, yeah, he said pistol whip. So he was armed. But regardless, what if he had a knife? Was she going to defend him with a knife, a nine-month-old pregnant woman? I don't think so. It's not fair at all. And that's where guns are the best defense because they're the great equalizer. Whether it's a nine-month pregnant woman or a 90-year-old woman, either way, some big bad guy like me go to attack somebody like that, the gun is the great equalizer, that they can be free to go about their life in at least some kind of relative safety. And how do you enjoy freedom without safety? You can't enjoy freedom when you're scared. What, were they supposed to wait for the police? Suppose the police would have got there and had lightning, minute and 54 seconds, less than two-minute response time. Amazing when you think the police are even capable of doing that. Getting the call, getting it through the system, getting the car dispatched, and getting it to the right location that quickly. We take it for granted today, but it happens every day. Two minutes. Two minutes, they both would have been dead. You understand that? It doesn't work. People need to be able to protect themselves. And the people that are talking otherwise are just talking foolishness. I don't know. Do I think that everybody should own a gun? (laughs) I've asked this question a million times. You know as well as I do that there's people out there that shouldn't drink, shouldn't have a firearm, and probably shouldn't reproduce for that matter. How do we balance all that out? Well, I guess that's a little bit deeper conversation. In the meantime, I say fully restore the Second Amendment, encourage people to carry firearms, encourage people to defend themselves that we can all enjoy freedom. Have you seen these attacks going on at the 7-Elevens? These kids coming in? If there was any threat of any real consequences, you wouldn't see that going on. And that's really the problem, that there is no, no threat of any consequences. 
not only does it not make any sense to me the way that I hear this thinking going on today, but it amazes me that we have so few people willing to stand up and make a reasonable argument to counter it. People should be saying, what are you talking about? Shut up. Giving up our right to carry. Giving up our right to defend ourselves, that we're going to be here like sacrificial sheep to whatever political wind blows, whatever direction or whatever group decides to run through. Get out of here. It's not America. Not who we are. Obama's famous words. Have you heard about this um, pro-life guy, uh, Mark Houck from Bucks County, Pennsylvania, <coughs> who's now running for Senate? Have you heard about this whole story? It's a bit of a big deal because he'd be running against Brian Fitzpatrick. Brian Fitzpatrick has been a um, uh, so moderate that he's pretty much a complete rhino, I would say. I'm not a fan of Brian Fitzpatrick. That district is, is very liberal, weird Republicans, you might say. Uh, this guy, Mark Houck, uh, he was arrested in front of his children in September of 22, later found not guilty um, of the uh, Justice Department's freedom of access to clinic entrances. He was protesting, praying at an abortion clinic. And um, a very interesting case, what happened to him, overreach by the Department of Justice, to say the least. This guy gets arrested and charged, and, you know, meanwhile, Black Lives Matter gets paid, right? They get a big settlement. This is amazing. Did you hear about this uh, rapper? Uh, not, I don't even know what to say rapper. This uh, influencer, YouTube guy who, had this, uh, who created this riot in Manhattan? Crazy scene. I don't know what it is with um, young black people wanting to jump on parked cars. It seems to be quite a phenomenon. I'm sure that's racist of me to say that. Uh, but, you know, I'm just pointing out a simple observation. It's not the white nationalists doing it. <laughs> Let's put it that way. It's not the homophobic uh, straight white males that are jumping on cars. That's all I'm saying. You can, you know, make other uh, demographic uh, observations, but... That's not one of them. Well, anyway, this thing turns into a big deal. This guy's getting arrested and charged with, uh, you know, um, I don't know, creating a public mayhem or whatever it is. And I think to myself, wow, this is amazing because that didn't happen to Black Lives Matter. Now, what was the difference? Well, Black Lives Matter was an expression of free speech. This guy was doing a contest giveaway to promote himself. That's the difference. Black Lives Matter was there to support a political message. So the political powers to be like the message they supported it. Pretty interesting when you think about it. Speaking of which, I don't want to get too off point. I want to talk about this Mark Houck for Congress. But, you know, Trump says the election was stolen. You say, well, what about all the people who were saying this back in 2020? Well, they were saying that Trump was an illegitimate president. See, that's a little different, right? <laughs> These little words all to infringe on our free speech all to justify the, the uh, um, violations of our constitutional rights. So Mark Houck, he's on the receiving end of this like Trump. He gets arrested in front of his kids. This is a big deal. I really applaud this guy. What a great American. I, I'm pretty sure I know somebody that knows him. Uh, so now he's running for Congress. Amazing, right? Well, let me just tell you. Um, I see a number of different problems here. I don't see this going anywhere, and I see this seat now going blue. And this is part of the problem with the Republican Party. They don't know how to engage guys like this and put them to good use, bring them into the fold, 
and actually allow him to help get things done. I don't know what it is with the Republican Party. It's a disaster. It's a complete disaster. I don't blame Mark Houck, but his, his campaign will go nowhere. Let me tell you how this is going to go, okay? Mark Houck, uh, Protestant, uh, Christian, um, Fitzpatrick is on his way out. Uh, so pretty soon, Rolling Stone or something like that will come out with some story that this guy, anti-Semitic would be the best. Oh, God forbid that the doctor was Jewish or something like that. And this guy had made some finger gesture that, you know, can be tied back to some Nazi symbol that nobody ever knew of before. Yeah, they'll be, up. Oh, see that? That's a secret symbol. He's a Nazi. Or whatever they have to do to discredit him. And the establishment Republicans will be the ones to lead the way. Mark my words. Josh Shapiro's in the, in the governor's mansion. He's calling the shots. He's got just as many Republicans down in his office as, as Democrats. The Uniparty of Pennsylvania will not allow Mark Houck to get elected. Best you could hope for right now is somebody come in and fake their way in as a Democrat or a moderate Republican. That's it. They even squeezed out the guy. Um, I forget his name. I saw him out at a restaurant. And I said, oh, there's a representative. Um, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. No, not anymore. The most moderate Republican you could think of, they squeezed him out as well. Now held by a Democrat. Pennsylvania's gone blue, full blue. The Uniparty's won. The, the Republican Party, you want to talk about corruption, at least here? It, it's uh, Now, this is Mark Houck's in Bucks County. He's not in my county, but pretty much running in the same circles. The Republican Party was so corrupted that it just collapsed on itself. So now here this guy's going to try and uh, make a run for it. I, uh, I hope he does well. I really do. I also, I don't know that he has the experience. He doesn't have the connections. Even if he gets in, uh, I don't see the the, camp, the 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 office going anywhere. It'll just fade away into nothingdom. They'll just label him as a kook. I know how it is. I get labeled as the same thing. I'm just giving you the honest truth about it. Um, you know, I've seen other uh, candidates that, that kind of get on the same path. They just they don't even really get a look. They'll leave him off the ballots in, in many Republican districts. You watch. That's the dirty game that they'll play. Oh, I didn't know he was running. Well, there's nothing we could do about it now. Maybe next, hey, next time we really got to turn out the vote, okay? Next time. Yeah, next time. Pretty soon there's not going to be a next time. Uh, how about this? Kevin O'Leary on the U.S. credit downgrade. Did you hear about the credit downgrade? Certainly not a big buzz about it. They took that news and they said, oh, those credit downgrade people are a bunch of loonies. Let's talk about Trump getting indicted. That's what the state-sponsored media wanted to do. They wanted to direct your attention instead to the high crimes of Donald Trump in the 2020 election. How dare he? Did you see the latest? He tweeted, I'm going to come after you. And now the judge wants to hear the argument, and he could be thrown in jail, and he better shut his mouth. And this is unbelievable to me. How many Soros-funded DAs ran on a campaign that they were going after Trump? Wow. Arresting his lawyers, harassing anybody connected to him. It's unbelievable. There's no end to what they're doing. It's unreal, really, the, the level of evil behind it. But Trump is the bad guy always. In the meantime, the credit rating in the United States has been dropped a little bit. Just a little indication that, hey, you're not spending this money very wisely. I find it hilarious. Trillions of dollars pissed away 
uh, Trump COVID relief money, to be fair. I can't the, the way he handled that whole uh, stimulus spending in COVID, in my opinion, is just an absolute F minus. It was a setup. I don't know how they would have, you know, at the time responded differently. But um, looking back on it, which I understand is, you know, always a perfect vision. Trump dropped the ball big time. He said, well, we, we did great. We got this vaccine out in record time. You know what? We would have been better off without it. You know what you should have got out in record time? Hydroxychloroquine. That's what should have got out in record time, not the vaccine. I don't blame him for all that. I was there too, so don't start sending me nasty emails defending Trump. I'm not bashing him. Uh, But the money that was spent is the point, the credit rating downgrade. Money just pissed into the wind. Trillions of it, really, which they continue to do the argument now. Government never, they go, ooh, if we can spend like that, why would we go back? Look at how much we're helping people. Mm Mm-hmm. They sure are. It's a big deal that the credit downgrade. This country is slipping in every measurable way. How do we get it back? It's not it's not going to be up to one person. One person can't do it. And and everybody just has their head in the sand. Not everybody, of course. I thought this was interesting. Gab goes uh, offline after the Pittsburgh synagogue shooting. This is how this um, anti-Semitism is weaponized. So just because the shooter had a Gab account, uh, the hosting companies, the domain GoDaddy, would not allow Gab to be hosted on GoDaddy. They shut down the site. What do you call that? I mean, every other criminal on the planet has a Facebook account, but Facebook doesn't get shut down. No racist, anti-Semitic criminals have ever appeared on Facebook all the time. Why is Gab single that? Well, because Gab refuses to censor anti-Semitic content. And it is there. I see it. Some of the comments on my posts, anti-Semitic posts, anti-black posts. This is what free speech is. I don't agree with it. I don't like it. I think it's inappropriate. I think it's distasteful. I've said to you my feelings on this before. I see some of these demographics. I don't say to you that the young blacks in inner city are jumping on cars because they're black. It's in spite of being black. Why is it affecting that community? That's what you have to ask yourself. I mean, what do you want? When I need to be fair, I got to go throw something out about whites? I, you know... How come Asians are beating whites in, in so many test scores? Hmm? Is it because white people are dumber? I don't think so. But there's a reason. And you can go back if you study into it. Uh, what's the book now? Um, I'm drawing a blank. But it's like a, a book on kind of like Freakonomics in a sense. Uh, Malcolm Gladwell. The Outliers. That's the book. And it's amazing, you know, how, for example, for and I don't, I'm not sure if this came from outliers, but there's something about the way the Chinese language works that lends itself to bringing higher aptitude in math. Is that racist to talk about that? Why? No, it's not. It's not racist at all. It's called having a conversation. You'd think as mature adults in the modern age that we could have these conversations in a peaceful way. 
The problem of, of Jews controlling media. Oh, God, Kanye West put a gun to my head. You don't think that Mark Kluckerberg is an issue? Big issue. I don't know the whole list of names because I don't look at things through that lens. And I've said the same thing. There's a problem with atheist Jews that profess to be Jews that enjoy the veil of protection that they, they pull over themselves under the guise of anti-Semitism, that they can be free to carry out evil things, but not because they are Jewish. In spite of being Jewish, it's the same as the, the children that are being hurt in the Catholic Church by the priests. You're going to blame that on the Bible, the church, or even Christ? Come on. We can think bigger than that, but we need to be able to have these conversations. Gab gets shut down because the guy has, a, has an account there. Unreal to me, really. And I have my criticisms of Gab, by the way. It's the only place I post. This is interesting. Vince McMahon, you know who that is? Here's another guy that I really um, looked up to. The guy's like... 65 years old or something like that. He's, you should see the kind of shape that he's in. He's a motivator to me, especially as I sit here with my back spasming. Can you hear my voice change? I can't tell you how much pain it's creating for me. I did a couple hundred push-ups on my 14-inch stands. I did um, reverse seated dips for triceps. And then the next day, I was cranking out some pull-ups, assisted, uh, but I was doing quite a few. Well, Right at like the, the base of my um, lat, in the center of my back, I like pulled a muscle there around the back of my ribs. It's like, it was like getting hit in the ribs. One time I got kicked by, the, by a horse in the ribs. It feels like that, but in my back. And um, it, it almost feels like a, a cramp. I get a cramp, it'll spasm, and oh, for the love of God, it sends me through the roof. But it's a weird thing because I know I'm like nothing's wrong. It's just a mixed signal. There's no reason for the pain. It's just it's just the the nerves aren't communicating properly, and so I just try to shake it off as best I can. I really do. Anyway, Vince McMahon, the guy's a powerhouse. He's in great shape, better shape than me. That's what my point. I admire that. I think it's great to have that kind of work ethic. Well, anyway, now he's raided by federal agents uh, over sexual harassment claims. Um. He announced indefinite indefinite sick leave. Also a, a Trump supporter. Anybody close to Trump? 77-year-old, sorry. Search warrant executed in response to alleged payments being made amid accusations by multiple women of sexual misconduct. So, um, <laughs> did you hear the, the Giuliani situation, the accusations? I have it right here. This is another one. What's going on here? Are these allegations false? This is disgusting. I'm not going to read it on the air. Caught on audio tape spewing vulgar comments towards a woman who has since accused him of sexual harassment. And the things that he said absolutely is sexual harassment. Do people not think that these these women have, have husbands? You think, uh, Giuliani, uh, if this is true, they say it's on tape. Uh, if he was speaking to my wife like this, what would be the result? He'd be picking his testicles out of his goofy front teeth. What the hell's the matter with these guys? I don't know what happened to McMahon. 
And especially if you're going to cozy up to Trump and you're going to um, engage in these things politically like Giuliani, I've said it a million times, you better keep yourself squeaky clean. They find out about it, this is what they're going to do to you. Now look at the embarrassment. How do you explain this to your wife, Rudy, that this tape is out there, that you're talking like this? Ah, I was just joking around. Come on, you know, it's just horseplay. You know how I am. No, I don't. And uh, especially in that age group, I don't know, there's just a certain, I'm sure there's younger people too with their own vulgarity. Stop, that's what I would say. Here's a story for you. Drought stricken planes, drought stricken Mexico is flying planes into the clouds to make it rain. Rainfall after a cloud seeding by startup Renaissance. An extreme drought grips Mexico, leading to crop losses, a lack of water, and higher food prices. The government is trying to bring desperately needed rain by turning to a controversial technology, cloud seeding. Some people would refer to this as chemtrails. They've got a little sprayer here in the back. Very interesting. Um, I wonder if it worked. No information on if it worked or not. Obviously not, because we already know that the only answer to this man-made climate change is solar panels already that we have to go carbon neutral. It's the only answer. It is man-made. We can do something about it. We must do something about it, and that is solar panels. Don't bother stocking up on food. Don't bother cutting back on driving (laughs) as long as you're doing electric. Don't plant a tree. None of that. And (laughs) don't believe the, uh, the, the conspiracy theorists that are telling you about chemtrails. Um. New York City migrant crisis. Let me talk about this for a couple of minutes. I keep reporting to you on this. The photographs are amazing. Three to 500 people arriving in the city every day. The city's taking uh, drastic steps like giving unaccompanied migrants already under the city's care a 60-day notice to find another roof over their heads. They're kicking them out. Listen to this a second. Where do you think they're going to go? Uh, As of July 30th, the city had 107,000 people in their care, over 95,000 that have come through since the spring. That is a massive number of people. According to the city's tracking, more than 2,300 migrants entered the system in one week. This is one city. The concerns with this... Where are these people going? What are they going to do? What is the game plan? There is none. This is complete and utter mayhem. If there is one thing that I could see as an existential threat to this country, it is this unrestricted, uncontrolled immigration. What the hell are we doing? Why would we allow this to go on? Our schools, our community infrastructure... The burden on the hospitals. These people would get sick. They have to have care. All these people working in these hospitals, these frontline people are going to get taxed with this burden. Let alone the language and cultural barriers. People are going to get frustrated. It'll lead to, to, to disagreements and violence. And I believe it's it's what this evil, liberal, corporate oligarchy that we have controlling this country is is. Once, sure seems like it. We need open borders, free flowing, everything goes, do what you want. Not working real well. 
It's a really bad situation on a number of different fronts. The damage being done to this country, it's unreal, really. More weather propaganda. It's midwinter, but it's over 100 degrees in South America. What's going on? More to come. Wow. You know, I actually heard from somebody in Phoenix who said that the weather's been beautiful for this time of year. What are the chances in South America they're saying the same? Never any actual photographs, never any eyewitness um, interviews. This is all state-sponsored propaganda, complete lies. All this climate scam. Where is this going? You know, that you have the um, conspiracy theorists that are saying that this is all moving in a direction of climate lockdowns under a climate state of emergency that Biden may trigger so that he can stay in office. As crazy as that might sound, it sounds fairly plausible to me right now. Would I expect it to happen? I don't know what they're doing. It's um, crazy to me, the amount of, of, of dysfunctional news around the climate. It's, what is the agenda? I really don't know. If you don't believe me, by the way, about state-sponsored propaganda, the founder of Wikipedia, an interview with the Gateway Pundit, saying that the CIA and FBI use Wikipedia for information warfare. Go figure. You can read about it here. So that's Facebook, Twitter, Wikipedia, probably others acknowledging that the government is in control of the information that we're getting. State-sponsored propaganda, arresting of political opponents, this isn't new. I've been talking about political prisoners in, the, in, the, uh, in this country uh, for at least five years now. I warned of the threat. I warned of the problem. And look at where we are. The free speech is gone. Political opponents are being rounded up, and the next will be the guns. And if it takes a climate emergency to do that, so be it. And this will usher in the new world collapse, really. United States is not uh, acting from a position of strength, and I think that's a big reason why you see a lot of this desperation. I think that um, the news, same thing, it's just it's so dysfunctional, it's in such a tails, people aren't paying attention. I asked a good friend, I said, what do you think all these Trump charges, he's a big Trump guy? He says, you know, I'm not even really paying too close attention to it, why would I? You know what, exactly, because it's all nonsense. I said, you know what, here's what's going to happen. There's going to be an election of some kind, and there'll be, you know, whatever out crying about that, whether Trump wins or somebody else wins or whatever. And then the day after the election, all these Trump charges are just going to evaporate, just like Black Lives Matter and, and kneeling for the anthem and police brutality and so many of these other things that were such a big deal. All of a sudden, they're gone. You watch, the, the uh, abortion movement will kick up, and then that'll go away. They just pull it out for political purposes to get people riled up. And, I, you know, part of my, my uh, criticism there, if you will, this um, guy running for Congress, the pro-life guy, I'm not questioning his morals. I'm questioning his lack of experience and knowledge. And that, that's part of the problem. He feels strongly about what he believes, which is great on one hand. But not knowing how to uh, interact with people who don't feel that way, to actually get something done, is a real challenge. It really is. 
We'll see. The country needs good leadership, that's for sure. I would like to see him get involved. I just don't see it being the Senate. I pulled out this story. I wanted to mention this. This lady uh, blocking a bridge in Brooklyn because somebody backed into her car. She's calling for the police, waiting for the police. Some guy goes up screaming at her, get out, get move the car out of the way. So who would care about this? Right? She's just stopping. She's not going to move to the police. The police are going to show up and be like, move the car. It's the first thing they're going to say. And uh, she's somehow confused by what to do. And then the guy's yelling at her. She's like, why are you yelling at me? And um, she's just sitting there, blocking the whole thing with not a care in the world. Why would I bring this up? I saw this story within a day. I think it was a day before, maybe the day after. I forget. I, I witnessed nearly the identical thing, except it was two guys. <laughs> so it's not a gender thing. She happens to be a white lady. Uh, but I, these, this was two brown-skinned guys that I saw doing the exact same thing. So this is a multicultural thing. And it amazes me today how people will so willingly just sit there and block the traffic. You know what it is? There's no consideration for other people. There really isn't. There's no manners. People don't know how to talk to each other. And it's just amazing. I say to you that this country, it's falling in every way imaginable. We don't know how to treat each other. We don't know how to talk to each other. We don't know how to interact. Leaders don't know how to lead. Economically, the country's falling apart. What's it going to The borders are falling apart. Somebody better do something. We need Trump, I think. God willing, I'll be back in a day or two. I hope to see you there in the meantime. Make it a great day.